You know, I was expecting the... Uh, I hope that you are ready for this, I was Tom. expecting the... You know, in Star Wars, when it, like... When you go into hyperspace, hyperdrive, whatever, and it, like... You fly through the stars. <laughs> like that, like Han Solo, Millennium yeah. Falcon shit. Yeah, I was expecting that when we went live. Coming to you from the <laughs> Everybody Hates Tommy Bakken podcast. Oh, fuck off. I'm kidding. It's the Sons of Honarchy. Hope you guys are tuning in and getting ready. It's your boys, Steve-O and Hot Take Tommy. Wait, why don't I get to say my name? Because ever, no one likes you. I'm kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. Run and it through, Tom. And Hot Take Tommy. Oh, Go back to doing whatever the hell you were doing. Well, we're going to do a little bit of uh, Tommy hate today. Um, such but bullshit. it's okay. It's and then bullshit. we're going to talk about how the, the current state of the White Sox. And we're going to talk about the Field of Dreams game in form of baseball movies. So let's get to it. This All is this supposed to be by us. Who, f- uh, who? Who's this brought to you by, Tom? Us. So rate, subscribe, review. Rate, subscribe, review, baby. I've got, I've got a bone to pick, though, because this is literally supposed to be a happy day. We're, we're, look at, we're on national television, Fox. John Smoltz is, like, stuttering through every other word, probably, and fucking it up. Joe Buck is talking about Don't the hate Sox. on Joe Buck, by the way. He's I'm a not great going announcer. to. I'm not going to, but I'm going to hate on John Smoltz being a dumbass. Absolutely. John Smoltz should that, also get all the, the hate. I don't understand the A Rod thing. Our, fu- our future owner, apparently, well, from what I'm hearing. If he's got the money. Well, it would be <laughs> him and partners, but yes. And partners. But he said that he would he would have a $200 million payroll on any team that he owned. No, he wouldn't. That would you, get you, me pumped. That's lying. In a major that's market, what you that, call would get lying. Me, that would get me so hard. So hard. Lying. That's lit- Literally, it's putting a good face on so that people are excited for him to take over the club and then not do anything. By the way, the Mets are not in first place right. anymore, so is spending Let's, money I want to hear your thoughts. out the wazoo really a good idea? Yeah. Oof. Well... They Spending s- money they in suck. the right spot. They can't hit. Yeah. So, first and foremost, I got to ask you, because it's been on the TV, what are your thoughts on this field of Dreams field? I think it's cute. It's real cute. Yeah. Not worth $400 spent on a ticket. I mean. Cute, but it's if, it's cool. If I was made of money, but I'm not. I mean, I, I have... Yeah, exactly. Okay, if you're this a field of dreams, Exactly. If, I had, if somebody paid for me to go to this game, I would definitely go. I was not going to pay $400 to have the chance, or literally $800 for a pair, Yeah, just for the chance to go. But hey, kudos to everybody that's there. Um, I, so I you're hope you're having a good a time. Um, it was not happening for me. But I get to record a podcast with you, Sir Hot Take Tommy. Oh, thank God. You know, honestly, I'm happy for you. It, it's It's been a while. It's been a minute. So... I have some bones to pick with you, sir. I got a bone to pick. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I saw what you had here, Steve, and I am just livid. Absolutely livid. I've been been mixing up my final fives, the last couple final fives I've come up with, and I've been on this, like, five thing, like everything in fives. So I I, I got five things to rag on you for this year so far. Okay. And these are my... Top five bad hot take Tommy takes of the year. They're literally all within the last four weeks, and they're all you're you're dead wrong. No, no, no. They're not all within the last four weeks. The first three are all within the first four weeks or last four weeks, and then the last two were preseason predictions that you made. Um, so are you are you ready to hop into this? Yes, yes. Literally, I'm ready to attack you at every turn. Okay, that's not gonna happen. But the first of these... Talk shit. I mean, Talk you, shit, you, homie. You've got the notes up. I don't. 
<laughs> See, like, I'm bringing you artillery to use against me. That's Absolutely. fucked up, isn't that? As it should be. Oh, my God. As it should be. So, the first one is your Carlos Rodon, Tommy. And you said that he didn't have arm fatigue a few weeks ago. That is not what he I said. He is sitting out. That is not the what I said. The Field of Dreams game because he has arm fatigue. You're such You didn't buy into it. You're like, no, he's fine. No, I said he wasn't injured. I'm not worried about him. I'm still not worried about him. I don't think he's injured. Did they say arm falling off? They said they didn't say arm rupture, arm tear. No, they didn't say ligament no, damage. They didn't say no. eight, like they said fatigue. But there is a little bit of room to be concerned, right? No, because what literally he he took an extra day of rest mm-hmm. before his last start. Okay. What did we see? We saw his velocity go up. Okay. We saw him pitch fucking his velocity went out. up for one game though, right? For one game. Yeah, and then, and then he's back out on the IL because yep. they saw the market improvement that he got from one extra day of rest. So multiply that times ten so that he can get back to form that he was at at the beginning of the season. Here's the thing: I have no problem with innings limiting Rodon that going into the playoffs, going into September, going into October. But I'm hoping that you know the lack of workload, the Velocity going down in those couple starts isn't a sign of of down for him, um, but hey, I literally they're doing exactly what you just said. They, you said I have no problem with getting him on an innings limit. This is literally the definition of limiting how many games and how many innings he can All do. Right. This is absolutely which is great. Oh my god! But why are they sitting him now? Because of because the postseason's coming up. Arm fatigue. Which you said you're was not existent a, with him. No, I said he wasn't Let's move injured. to the other you're starting a, pitcher that I have a bone to pick with you. And it is Dallas Ooh. Keuchel. And you said he should be a playoff starter three weeks ago. Are you still on that? Okay. What did I, what did I also say when I said he was going to be a playoff starter? I said you do not take him further than fourth, fifth inning. I actually, I think I said third, fourth inning. You piggyback another starter on top of him. You thank him. Thank you, sir, for getting the majority of so the outs. So why isn't Tony LaRusso doing that now? I don't fucking know. I, if you <laughs> took him out in the, if you took Dallas Keuchel out in the fifth inning of the last start that he had the two days ago, right? Okay. Yeah. Then you end up with two runs earned. Okay. And that's that's fine. That's absolutely fine over five innings. Right. He got you the I majority. Guess the of, shitty team is an ideal, but he got you the majority. That shitty team took the series from us, by the way. So shut the fuck. Uh, you got five innings out of Dallas Keuchel in a playoff series. I don't give a fuck. You don't need him to go six, he seven, eight. He should never go past the fifth inning, and I'm glad you at least agree with me on that. Yes, and I said that from the outset. So get out of You're literally right. taking – you're giving me my takes. I told you I was going to be fiery about here's, this shit. Here's another one that I'm going to rag on you for. Oh my and God. I think the last three are the worst ones, and that's why I saved them for later. You're you said the Red Sox are the team to beat in the AL two weeks ago. They are now four games back? Yeah, they're not doing hot. After um, just winning one against Tampa Bay, yeah, that's uh, that I will acquiesce on. I I do. There we go. You know, I, I was I was going a lot off of record about how we played when we were up there, um, namely the Giolito start. Yep, that was I I had that staring at me one slow work day, and I was just depressed. But yeah, they're they're not great. No, <laughs> they're really to, bad uh, at you know, baseball. I don't even think that they're better than Toronto in like. Ooh, there we go. I now mean, it's coming out. That's that is a hot take. But I, I mean, 
you know, they're definitely not better than the way that Tampa's been playing, like, lights the fuck out recently. I mean, I don't know, man. Yep. All right, here's my fourth one that I'm picking with you on your bad takes for the year so far. Yep. You said Adam Eaton was going to have an OPS plus over 100 this year. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, about that, (laughs) he doesn't. So, you know, you're entitled to one not great idea or or opinion in your life and yep. that that's mine you know okay that's my one that's my one mistake that i've ever made one mistake so after you just said the red sox would be it's my the one flaw all right last one i'm picking on you for and this is white Sox related too yeah you said the white Sox were gonna have less than 88 wins this year i did am i a hater now um uh, i you're just wrong I mean, Most yeah, likely. Uh, let's see. Um, we did just lose a series to the Twins. We won the season series. Barring some meltdown. No, the, yeah, we're fine. Um, we won the season series uh-huh. 13 games to six or whatever it was. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking good. And Two I out think, of three. I think that's high key. Two out of three. Yeah, exactly. I think that's high key where my mindset was. Remember, think back, if you will. To the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. when we all thought, we all were like, oh, this Twins team is going to be tough as nails. Right. We're screwed. It's going to be tough. That's our mindset at the beginning of the season. Right. That is so not true anymore. No. Obviously. Twins are still booty, even though they took <laughs> two out of three from us. But that's where my mindset was when I said that I said we'd win less than 88 games because I thought that they were going to be tough as nails. They like, we would barely make it alive out alive after mm. every series, uh, series with them again, clearly, clearly not the case. Right. Struggles in the division as of recent, don't have you worried, right? The Kansas city series. Oh, they're just annoying. And the Minnesota series at the time, Minnesota can suck a nut. I don't care. Like that that last especially that last game. I mean shit. Like that was a getaway day if I've ever seen one. Like that lineup, the way that we lineups at full strength, you, you don't know, lose that game, right? No. Absolutely. There's no way. Not. Come on. There's no way. You win that game two one, three one. So, right? It's one yeah. of those games. Pish posh. Not worried. Okay. Great. Well, all that being said, we got our guy Lance Lynn trotting out to the mound right now for the Chicago White As Sox. As we speak. And uh, hopefully we wrap this thing up around game time. That's our plan. Um, they say 18 minutes to first pitch, so we're good, Tom. We got time. We got, we got some time. We got to, time. We got some time to still talk some, some White Sox baseball and, and even more. Um, your biggest observation from the last week i mean we had the Cubs series tom mm-hmm. we had the minnesota series mm-hmm. what are your thoughts what are your feelings <sighs> i mean i think the sour taste of the twin series is is overpowering what it was when we exploded over the Cubs series you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like and it's recency bias i'll give you but I'll grant you, rather. Right. It's it's just... <sighs> Fuck them twins, man. Fuck them twins. I think that's my main takeaway. Michael no, Jordan. I... Fuck them kids. Um, I'm, I'm... 
literally everybody else is screaming like Keuchel's broken and Rodon injury is like let's sound the alarm bells. Let's first of all let's not. No. Second of all, I'm not worried about Keuchel. I like sue me, bro. Sue me. I'm not worried about him. We're gonna get five innings out of him in a playoff series. And then I still think that's stretching him big time. I think one time through the rotation is enough for Keiko. I just – I, you're forgetting. And, like, mind you. I don't know what I'm forgetting. Stuff, hold on. Stuff Let is me, not good. No, 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 no. Stuff is one thing. And if it's bad, it's bad, right? Okay. You're going to play off of experience. The amount of playoff experience. Of course you are. <laughs> is Awesome. Is to be desired. Well, we we might as well just ask Andy Pettit to come out of retirement and I mean, come pitch, he'd right? Be, he'd be all right. Roger Clemens. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can juice him up. <laughs> we could juice up. If we juiced up Keiko, man. Yeah. I'm just saying. Also, speaking of this Field of Dreams game, I do have to say it's been a little weird to watch all of the players like eat the, the corn off of the cob. Like, they've all been... They did like a little thing with all these players eating the corn off the cob, and I'm like, this is odd. This but is weird. That leads to a good question: is how gimmicky and how how gimmicky do you think this is, and how like will Ooh. this be something that we remember as like a oh that was fun as hell, and they do it again, That's or a will it be great a question. man that was something, wasn't it? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I think a lot of people play into the nostalgia. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people like the nostalgia mm-hmm. of the Field of Dreams game. Yeah. Um, the fact that people were chomping at the bit to get, a, you know, a $400 ticket or even more. Yeah. Just to attend this game. Right. plays. Uh, it says a lot. Um, I think, you know, the fact that it's on national television. National television. It's on Fox, right? Says something. Joe Buck, baby. But all of that being said, I think it, it is a little, for lack of better words, corny that's so i fucking hate you for that oh yeah i know you do wow bro i mean here's the deal <laughs> feel the dreams is great and all but i do have to say this it's not even the best kevin costner baseball movie <laughs> you're trying to segue oh yes i am are you ready for that yeah i'm ready ladies and gentlemen we're about to top top in we're about to hop into our top Five baseball movies. Hop to the tap. So I know we're watching right now. We're watching um, what's his name? Ray Ray Liotta. That's it. Ray Liotta and um, Kevin Costner have a catch. You know. Yeah. Not play catch. Have a catch. Which is stupid, ladies and gentlemen. That's, nope. that's nobody a line says, from the movie. Nobody says it's a line have, from the movie. I know it's people, a line from no. the movie. Nobody says have a catch. Fathers and their sons that grew up in the nineties has shed a tear over that. So. Play catch. I'm going to play catch. Let's play catch. Hey, you want to have a catch? So You have to say it like you're from it's 1945. Like mid- it's Midwestern. It's, it's very, not it's, Midwestern. Get out of here It's got a Midwestern feel to it. You can't even lie. No, it's got a fucking I'm from the 1920s feel but to it. But with that being said, as I said, I don't even think The Field of Dreams is Kevin Costner's best baseball movie. So both of us are going to do – should we do this draft style? Make it even more competitive? Well, we probably have overlap. Okay, so let's do draft style. Well, if we have overlap, then we, we're going to run out of fucking movies. All right, fine. We'll do draft style. Oh, my God. Kevin Costner's coming out of the corn. Yeah, why not, For man? the first pitch or whatever. This is so ridiculous. Isn't that... Is that... 
this is it's so ridiculous. So so now should have been Ray Liotta actually well, going, coming out of the corner. Going back then, going back, then we are officially saying this is cheesy, chintzy, and it's not gonna. Like, yeah, the camera angles. The I mean, Kevin Costner too. Uh, couldn't they have got Ray Liotta? He's still alive. Yeah, but can he walk? Yes, absolutely. All right. Did I just cripple Ray Liotta? Yes, you did for no reason. <laughs> My bad. Um, top five <laughs> baseball movies, draft style. So you get a pick, I get a pick, you get a pick, and I'm even going to be nice enough. I'm going to let you have the first pick. Well, you're not going to see my pick coming. Your first round pick. My go my for it. number. We're not one even going to do snake. That's I'll just, fine. We'll go back and my forth. My number one pick is the battered. Ba- <laughs> Fuck! I messed it up. At a boy. Battered bastards of baseball. It's a. Is it still? Is it still what you said it was? What? Is it bench warmers? No, no. Thank I God. literally just told you the name the battered, of the. M- Wait, that's the name of the movie? Yes. The battered. It's, what? It is a documentary on Netflix. And. Sophisticated motherfucker here. And this is. And this leads me to my great. bonus point. This is perfect. My bonus point of bad hot take Tommy takes this year. No. He's the way bigger hipster. No. You just said the best baseball movie is what? The battered what? Battered Bastards of Baseball. A documentary it's about on Netflix. A Portland. Okay, that doesn't play into the hipster thing. Okay, that. Just because it's about. Okay, there's there are hipsters bit. in Portland, but it's not about the hipsters in Portland. It's about the it's baseball team. Really well. Okay, so it's it's actually fucking great. It's got Kurt Russell voicing it over. His dad owned the team. It's a, it's it's sincerely oh a good fucking god. movie. If you have Netflix, watch it. I'm pulling out my list. No, by no, the no way. I, I swear to God, go on, watch this movie, and then you'll apologize to me, and I will not accept your apology, but you can give it to me anyway. Okay. So I do have to say the scoreboard, the Sox Yankees scoreboard here, Field of Dreams is great. Okay, yeah, it's we got nice. players coming out of the corner. Okay, that's cute. I like so it. It's fine. Kevin Costner, no, though, with the oh, I see why they pulled out Kevin Costner first, because now everybody else is coming out. All these guys, I saw Yoan and uh, um, Judge just talking to each other, and I bet they were like, "Yeah, this this is cheesy as shit." <laughs> um, I, so that's your first pick. That was a that was a good that was a good like film sequence though, like that little second where they look like right there where they're literally you can't see them and then they. Oh, uh, but out. then you can. That's cool. As the aerial the aerial shot was just like, oh, we gotta <laughs> like, scurry oh, out. Yeah, they're coming I out can from see further. Yeah. Oops. Um, no, um, they look good. They okay, look good. My first round pick, just because I don't want you to take it from me. It's going to be Major League, baby. Not even on my list, Major bro. League. Not even on my list. Not worried and, about and it. And it's probably my favorite baseball movie. It's a. It's really fucking funny. It's really fucking funny. And it's... It has its... And um, it's very mm-hmm. fitting in in real time because the owner of the Cleveland Indians in that movie is cheap and does not care about the team. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, the and Cleveland Baseball Club. Yeah, the they Cleveland are. Baseball Club. Thank you. Um, yes. We do not say that name. So, they... Um, the movie has aged okay. There are some sequences where you're like a little cringe, but it's still it's funny as fuck. Like that movie's funny. Yeah, I'll give it to you. There we go. Okay, so dra- we're we're into the second round. We are into the second okay. round. My somehow I ended up cutting myself on your chair for some reason, and I'm gushing blood. But it's cool. My chair? It's made of wood. What? There's no. What are you doing? No idea. But your pick. Let's go for it. What the f- What are you doing? There's blood being <laughs> shed on the podcast. God damn it. <laughs> um, Hardball. 
Keanu Reeves. I hate you so much for taking that from me. Oh, Hell that's a good pick. Yes. Hardball's an amazing movie. The scenes of Cabrini Green, the, like, I love it when ba. you call me B-Pop-Ba. Throw your, your hands in, in the air if you're a true player. player. Yeah, I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby. 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 Uh, all right, yeah, I'll so give it to you. That's that a great pick. a great it's movie. It's a way better pick than your first round Super, pick. super dark horse. Um, yeah. And it's just like, I mean, you got Keanu, right? So there, there you go. You love him. You, everybody loves Keanu. Okay. So you start there. You got the Chicago like influence. You've got like no, Chicago influence. It takes place I mean, in Chicago. Yeah, it's like it's filmed it is, in Chicago. Yes. It's got the historical parts of like the the projects and the and the Cabrini Green like yeah. high rise like. That's all in there. Love it's a, it. It's a great pick. You got it's Biggie on, Smalls. It's on, it's on my real top. You've five. got funny. You've got real. You've got dad like vibes from Keanu. You've got betting problems like you. You could relate. Oh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet like ten dollars on one game. <laughs> Apparently, I have problems. You bet ten dollars on every game. That's the problem. Right. One game a day keeps, <laughs> exactly. the do- keeps the doctor away, baby. <laughs> hey, I love it. I love when it. When you're I love winning it. more than losing, you can't hate. <laughs> I love it. Okay. All right. That's my second round. You want my next That's my one? Second round. Let's go. Going with Bull Durham. That's fine. I got to go with Bull Durham. That's fine. And obviously, that is my pick for best Kevin Costner baseball movie. It's on so many people's lists as yeah. the best baseball movie of all time. It's hilarious. It's slapstick. It's got romance. If you're into that, it, it's literally suitable for every crowd. If you're even if you're a baseball person, you can appreciate it. Yeah, because it's a guy who was in the big leagues and he, he's in you know trying to you know keep making his way. He's still trying to be a guy playing baseball, making it happen. So there you go. I, that's my pick, Bull Durham. That's my number two. I like it. I do. I promise. Okay. But what you did is you left something on the table for me. Go ahead. Third round. And it drops all the way to the third round, mind you. This is pretty impressive. Moneyball. Okay. That was going to be – that's that's on my top-ish list. Too. Yep. yep. Yeah, it was lower down, but I was like, fuck, Steve. I'm going to take it. Fair. Um, Moneyball, I, I especially love the scene where they <laughs> – he fucking trades all the players that the manager wants to play. I, well, love I just that love scene. the Pena trade is is the funniest one. It's like, so Pe- Pena's playing. Yes, like, no, he's not. That's exactly it's traded. <laughs> that's the scene that I'm talking about. It's so fucking funny, and um and the memes, you know, obviously the yes, the the Jonah Hill. Where well, he's don't like, forget that our guy Jordan Wazowski <laughs> here on Sox Twitter has has made. Uh, because he gets on base, very famous <laughs> over the last. Because of our guy Yasmani Grandal, um, yes, he's yes. made that very That's awesome, very prominent. Uh, uh, this year. I love so it. That's all. your third round pick, That's and me. it's a great. I'll give it to you. That is a great third round pick. Thank you. Your second and third round picks have not been representative of what your first round pick was. My first, just watch the movie before you shit. I guess talk I'll it. have to watch it. So, all right, third round pick. And I know this is a little bit of a hot take. I'm going with 42. Bruh. I was going to do that. I saw 42 in theaters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is just going to be another corny Jackie Robinson movie. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Absolutely Dead wrong. Dead wrong. 
it gave in, it honestly gave insights into the Jackie Robinson story that you don't read about in books that you don't think about regularly. Yeah. Um, plus, R.I.P. to our guy Chadwick. Did an excellent job of portraying Jackie. Um, High key. He was, he's like, that one hit me hard when he passed. I was like, bruh. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an excellent movie. And I know that there have been a lot of Jackie Robinson representations and, and, and reiterations of, of who he was. But when you read about Jackie, when you look into who Jackie was as a player, when you think about his legacy, when you think about the shit that he had to deal with mm-hmm. and the toll that it took on him too. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of thing, times what happens is Jackie Robinson is portrayed as this hero that went through everything that never struggled. Yeah. And that's not the truth. It's just super not true. Like, yeah. if you had to get put through that bullshit, you would have struggled too. Yeah. So... 42 is mm -hmm. my choice for my third round pick because I think it really, it didn't just highlight what Jackie accomplished, it highlighted how he truly persevered. Yeah, I loved it. And Manny's very own Harrison Ford. That's right, that's right. And I liked how they portrayed him too because he wasn't really like a good guy. No, exactly. Branch Rickey. uh, Yeah, and like so many of these movies are like, let's make him the white savior. Yeah, yeah, that's a good guy for that. And he's like, no. I love that you brought no, that up. That's he's absolutely not true. Actually, a good person. So that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So fuck you for taking that for, um, but um, great third round pick. Yeah, right? great, great third round pick. Okay, hey, you stole hardball from me in the second round. So Fourth. also, Eloy just high mommed on camera. That was you gotta funny. be kidding me. That's that amazing. Was awesome. I love it. Fourth round. God, you so attractive. Um, sex. <laughs> and then Andrew Vaughn is also there. So <laughs> that's tough. Serial killer. I mean, like, but oh my god, they literally put Andrew Vaughn they between put Andrew Vaughn between <laughs> the two sex icons, <laughs> Luis Robert, Robert, and Yohan Moncada, like smack Amazing. in the middle of them. Oh my god, that poor guy. I mean, he's like he's hilarious. He's got thinning hair up top. He's got the eye thing that's like. It's just tough, man. It's tough to be Andrew Vaughn, I'm sure. Hilarious. Um, he's also making tons of money to oh, play yeah, baseball absolutely. for a living, so it can't be that hard. But no, no, and not at all. And he's good as hell. And one time he hit a ball he's over He's not the- making a lot this year, but he is going to get his payday. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think he got, he a, got nice a nice signing, signing bonus. Uh-huh. Exactly. First round signing bonuses are really nice. That'll so. work. Tom, what's your fourth round pick? My fourth round pick. League of Their Own. Damn you. You're doing a lot better at this than I thought you would. I mean, it's a great move. It's just funny. It's just funny. And you got Madonna in there. You got Rosie O'Donnell. You got uh, Tom Hanks, low-key. All right. You know? Um, Just, It's just funny, man. It's just funny. Rockford Peaches. So yep, absolutely. Honestly, that's that why I hate you for taking. Should have been your one. It was going to be my first, uh, my fourth round pick coming up. But go so ahead. So should have been your number one pick. This is why draft style makes this so much more interesting. Yes, it does. I appreciated that you brought this in last second. We don't plan things on this podcast. Why would we plan stuff? Uh, no, this is good. And um, yeah, I, I literally Rockford Peaches cannot believe that's not your first pick. I it, it's near and dear to my heart. It. That movie is near and dear to my heart. Rockford Peaches. Tom Hanks does an excellent job. Tom Hanks, Bay Bay Area native, Oakland, Oakland, uh, Skyline High School, where uh, you would know. You would know that. Well, it's what my wife 
lived down the street from that. And okay. by the way, the only reason why I watched uh, A League of Their Own uh, in, I think it was a couple years out of college, it was the first time I watched it. No shit! It. But the reason why I watched it was Ke- one of Kichi's favorite movies growing up, League of Their Own. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, because you stole my fourth round pick, this is going to be really hard. Um, I'm going to go with, <laughs> I'm going to be bold as fuck. With my fourth round pick, because oh I boy. don't think you're going to choose it in the fifth. I'm going with Bad News Bears, baby. <laughs> Talk right. about that abso- is not what I was going to choose. <laughs> absolutely humorous. Um, I, I, I just like, there's something, um, and the original. The Billy Bob Thornton version is fine. It's just like re-upped and revamped, and it's just very, yeah. a little bit more... Yeah cut clean visually and a little bit more inappropriate hu- PG-13 humor. <laughs> um, but Bad News Bears is just like it It gives the message. The reason why I love Bad News Bears is because it gives the message baseball is for everyone. That's true. Baseball is like for that. everyone. I mean, and it is. It's like I love the idea of just Little League scrub teams just like coming together banding together as a team Seeing something that's that's greater than themselves. Bad news bears. Now, don't mean to interrupt you. You, because of that, take all of that energy that you just had behind yeah. bad news bears. The exact reason why you like that, you are going to love L O V E capital L capital O capital V capital E battered bastards of baseball. You okay, are going to love it. All right, so fair you, enough. You're gonna look at me and be like, "Dude, you introduced me to the best." Actually, I have to throw out uh, a thank you to Matt England, uh, who's also a Michigan native who's watching this game. You know, that's what you get with a uh, national broadcast. Okay. He is watching this game. All right. And he was the one who told me to watch that. Batter Bastards of Baseball. Great movie. Great, great movie. Fifth round draft. Yep. And, drumroll please... Please don't take it from but me. But up, but up, but up, but up, but up, but up, but up. Go ahead. Benchwarmers. <laughs> I love it. Go for it, baby. <laughs> Benchwarmers is just really, really funny. I, I don't. I, yeah, they, they, uh, you had to add your humorous movie in because I feel like all of your movies have been they, pretty they were serious, pretty right? Serious. Yeah, yeah, relatively. Yeah. Unless if you count Moneyball as a comedy, which you don't. No, it's absolutely just, like, not. Got comedic elements. It's not even close. Um, yeah, no. Benchwarmers is just the I am twelve scene, mind you. That's pretty messed up. It's it's legendary. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The paying off the umps. Oh, come on. Absolutely. And the um I don't even know what his name is, but he's in Napoleon Dynamite. That guy's funny as hell. John Hader. Thank you. It's just so funny. He's super famous too. I just <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? You're like, oh, what's his name? He's like in a ton of shit. He was like one of the most popular actors of like the late two thousands. Yeah, just don't know him. Don't know him. Um no, that's he I love that you had a benchwarmers. Yeah, benchwarmers, come on. As a fifth round and pick, it's David I'll give Spade, it to you. Right? David Spade. David like, Spade, oh, Rob Schneider. The humor is just Rob Schneider the roof. looks very short in that movie. Yes. Hilarious. And isn't that I smell cinnamon rolls? Isn't that Bench warmers. I smell cinnamon rolls. Is oh, that the dude. the super pale guy? Is that his it's, line? It's uh no, it's some old guy who was in the movie. Anyway, it's you get it's a funny movie. It's hilarious. I mean, I've seen it. It's just been so long. It's so. You funny. left me a clear path for my number five, and I'm so happy you what, did. What Sandlot? It. How can the Sandlot not make 
anybody's <laughs> top ten list because that's what we're down to. Yeah. It's two people here together. Yeah. Sandlot's a top ten baseball movie. Yeah. Period. End I mean, of discussion. It is, but barely. I I mean I I know it has some. I don't know. It, it's so nostalgic. Like think about. Yeah. I mean, did you ever play wiffle ball in the backyard, Tom? Did yeah, you ever of course, of course. play baseball at the park? Yeah. Like, that is Sandlot to a T, man. Yeah, and you've always got – and I like that it has, you know, you've got your your guy that makes it happen, like the guy that's the linchpin that, like, brings everybody together. It's You've got your kid that doesn't quite fit in, the new guy in town or whatever. Right. You, you've got all the typecasts, the archetypes that, like, somebody – everybody's going to connect to one guy – one kid, rather. It's true. Who do you re- who do you relate to on Sandlot? No, the linchpin, obviously. Oh, Benny the, the bring, Jet. Yeah, you're the, Benny the Jet. I'm Benny the Jet. Of course, no, you are. No, no. I think every you, you connect with a main character the most. The the kid that doesn't quite fit in because you that's know, you. As a as an American, you, you're always like, I don't. Nobody gets me, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was you. Me. Never struck me as that kind of guy ever. The no. guy that never fits in because you literally fit into every social <laughs> setting that you walk into that's why like i jokingly if said the linchpin that, that's me i jokingly said the linchpin but like kind of like sometimes you know you want to be the guy that's like hey let me take this friend and this friend and smash them together and then it works you know so i, I do enjoy doing that sometimes and and i'm but i'm not a penny the jet because i'm not freaking actually athletic so <laughs> there you go that's All right, great. I loved a- it. That any, was fun. Any, any honorable mentions? Honorable mentions? No, there's so many bad movies. The, oh my god, the rookie! I have so many honorable <laughs> mentions, and the rookie is not one of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, I gotta say, that's not how speed limit signs. You ever work. see Bit- Little Big League? No, it's uh, where the kid becomes the manager of the Minnesota Twins. Oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, no, no, no. I it's a seen great it, movie. Um, I've seen like there's some great shots of of David Ortiz. Speaking of David Ortiz, because he's been on the Fox broadcast, taking swings in a Twins jersey on that game, hilarious, or on that movie, hilarious. Um, Mr. Three Thousand, oh, (laughs) with Bernie Mac, (laughs) may he rest in peace. R.I.P. Yes, good Um, one. That's actually good. That's an honorable mention for sure. It is. Uh, Another Kevin Costner baseball movie, in my opinion, his second best baseball movie. Not even Field of Dreams. Hilarious. For the love of the game. Can you? Can we not shit on Field of Dreams? This is cool, it's actually. Fun. I mean, this is cool. I've changed my mind. The movie's overrated, in my opinion. The movie is overrated. But Last but I've not changed least, my mind about this. Since the the White Sox are wearing these uniforms, let's not forget Eight Men Out. Eight Men Out. Yeah. Big time. Movie made me tear up a little bit. Yeah. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so, Shoeless Joe. It was so. Kinda. <laughs> he, <laughs> yes, he did. But he didn't get shit. Hey, you know, since you're listening to a podcast, maybe you off. like podcasts. There's a really great podcast about the eight, the eight 19, men out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 1919. Yeah. Black Sox. It's um, it's really good, and I'll yep. um, I'll tell it to you once I look it up. So All right. I don't fuck it. Oh, Infamous America. It's called Infamous America, and they did a they did a uh, they do a bunch of different like old timey shit. But uh, they do a they do a segment like they have their one of their most recent ones was Benedict Arnold. But they did a, a whole thing about the 1919 Black Sox. And it's actually super good. Well produced podcast unlike this one. So uh, go infamous America, infamous America, <laughs> something on the 1919 Black Sox. Go do look it. it up. Yeah, it's fun. All right. Well, Tom, this game is about to start. Let's. I let's know this is a short podcast episode for us, but fuck it. Yeah. Um, you know what? If anything, if we want to add on to this podcast, Tom. 
Uh, maybe we'll do a little bonus segment for the people who actually tune into our podcast. Yeah. And uh, we'll do uh, voicemails because we got some voicemails to cover. I would love to. Uh, let's do that at the end of the game. And, uh, exactly. Back and for those of you who tuned in live, thanks so much. This was fun. Uh, for those of you that are tuned in on the podcast, stay tuned for the voicemails. We'll see you all later. And I hope you guys have all been enjoying this uh, fun little spritz. Field the Dreams the field game of dreams. that's going on right now. Uh, we're entering back in at, like, what, top of the sixth inning right now? Yeah. Yeah. Good times, everybody. Good times. Sox are in the lead. But we've got some voicemails that we promised we would cover. And these are from weeks ago, so I apologize to these people who are regular listeners that dropped voicemails. But we're going to get right to them. Hello, this is Sons of Honarchy, Minnesota Twins correspondent Joel Brand, uh, calling from Earth, a place that it seems like Tommy and Steve have left. Um, recently on a podcast, the last podcast, you talked about are the Chicago Cubs or the Cleveland baseball team the main rival that, that, that White Sox fans should be cheering against. And you tried to just close the case that no one could make an argument that the Cubs would be your number one rival. Um, on Earth, you can make that argument, folks, because I know Tommy's Tommy's into advanced analytics now. He's eating RX bars, talking about Fitbits and all that stuff. And, and Steve, I, I hope you're back from your Airbnb trip to Baltimore. I hope they put nice pieces of chocolate on your pillow there. Um, but, but for the average Joe, who's not in the bad and bougie status that you two are, for the average Joe that goes to 35th Street and, and gets the single hot dog, not a Polish, not a double, but just the person here in Chicago, you have to understand that most people in Chicago have more pride about the city than the sport of baseball. Did you hear me? They have more pride about the city than the sport of baseball. Therefore, when they look and they hear the local chatter that Cubs are bad, White Sox are good, they are so willing to do what they did in 2016 – and hop on the bandwagon. And you could get people coming up to PF Chang's, what is it, PFCIC. You, you could have people up there eating as many food items as they were doing when they went to Ridleyville, which, which I don't even know enough restaurants to name drop there. So just a reminder that the Cubs and your local interest here is way more important to the bottom line of Jerry Reinsdorf, Han, whoever the name is that is paying all the bills. They want that person. They want these people here in Chicago to be rooting for the White Sox. And therefore the Cubs are your competition, not the Cleveland baseball team. And obviously not the twins. We all know that they're not the competition. End of story. Well, I'll be damned. That was abso-frickin' amazing. So That's not I, how I, you got, say I gotta say, uh, Joel, <laughs> We're on Earth, Joel. We are on Earth. Absolutely hilarious. I love that you tapped into Tommy's hipsterness about him eating RX bars and <laughs> something about Fitbits and stuff. And playing into that, it's called Pizza Fried Chicken Ice Cream, PFIC. PFCIC. CIC. I don't know how yeah, to see spell. You messed up I don't the know letters how to spell, already. But um, I do know it's not PF Chase. Yeah, so this voicemail is from literally a month ago. So I got to say, Joel. The trip to Baltimore was great. Um, I got pretty drunk the first night, but I did make it back safe. Yep. Um, Bare barely. No, no, no. 
that was Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was way worse. Baltimore, mm. though, um, that Airbnb was very interesting. I woke up to noises of intercourse above me oh. the next morning. Well. Um, so there were no chocolates on my pillow. <laughs> Thankfully, probably. Well, can we get to the meat of what he was talking about yes. here? Uh, Joel, come on now. Let's be real. Division rivals are way more real to the White Sox than a team that we play six times in the year, max. Yeah, that's max. I I mean, I, I, I'm mad because I think you can hear them out in the sense that, like, bandwagoners, they don't, they don't care if we're better than the Cleveland Baseball Club. They care if we're better than the Cubs. Here's the thing. I think Joel is catering. This comment right here is catering to casual fans. You know what? Casual he's he's fans, playing a fucking heel is what he's doing. He's being a little bit of a heel. I'm not going to lie. Joel, quit being a fucking heel. <laughs> that being said, I think Joel is catering to casual fans, which is who we cater to a lot of times, to be yeah. honest. Um when you look at casual fans, they will say, yeah, fuck the Cubs. Cubs suck. Like, they're our biggest rival, yada, yada. And there are a lot of big fans that do that, too. All that being said, I would rather beat the crap out of Cleveland, yep. Kansas City, yep. Detroit, yep. even Minnesota. Sorry, Joel. Took ten times out series. of ten over the Cubs. Um, if we have a winning record against all of those teams and we go one for six against the Cubs – Still going to make the postseason. Exactly. Or at least we should. So, that happens. Though it was really nice to sweep them. It this was. Series, it I did will say. feel real good. It felt really I good. It's funny that we're <laughs> tapping into this voicemail now because it felt really good walking out of regular with a sweep. Yeah. It's it's definitely – I think there there's something to that. I don't think it's a rivalry, but there is something to the sense of, like, changing of the guard, and and that's cool. And I wouldn't say that it was a rivalry. Again, I, I wouldn't say that. Right. But I would say it was symbolic of yeah, the this time period series. of baseball in Chicago. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's just hope the tables don't turn somehow oh, back at home. Oh, the turntables have turned. Thanks, Michael Scott. <laughs> All right, next voicemail. It's almost 7 o'clock, Mr. Muhammad. You put me at 430. I'm finished with the tub. I wish you'd come on over here and give me more money. I got to go. So when this one popped up in the Sons of Hanukkah voicemails, I thought to myself, who did I wrong? And who is going to kill me in my sleep tonight? It's 7, it's seven o'clock. You're supposed to be here at 4.30. You give me my money, I gotta go. What the <laughs> fuck? Who got this number and left us this voicemail? I love that he has to go. It, it, gotta go. it adds a lot of intrigue. Oh my god. <laughs> I I was speechless when I saw this one. I was just like, I really hope I didn't screw something up. <laughs> Alright, next voicemail. <laughs> hey, this uh this is Jim Gradowski, first time, long time baby. Evo, I miss you, dog. Had a great weekend in Baltimore. Love the pod. Uh, hoping you can answer this question for me. When are you guys going to start putting out a podcast every week? Because I'm dying for content. Love you guys. Have a great night. All right, Tommy, you wanted to respond to this one. Well, <laughs> um, first of all, we're a little late on this. I think uh, it's fair to say. 
Um, so sorry, Jim. Yeah, Jim, Baltimore was a ton of fun, and it was so good to meet you. I'm sorry for confusing you with Sam Reeves. Um, that was a very <laughs> drunken moment in oh, God. my existence in Baltimore. But nonetheless, I'm glad that you you are enjoying the podcast. I'm glad that I got you a koozie. Yes, and we um, my my retort I I will give you is this, Jim, uh, <laughs> Jim Grad. <laughs> we uh we do technically record weekly. We do. We come out with weekly podcasts. It may not come out. It's not on the okay. I this is the thing. I can ass, I can assume that you are not catching it weekly because it doesn't come out on the same day. So it could feel like, and there probably are times where there's more than eight days between podcasts. Which normally happens. Yeah, it like we'll, we'll record one on Monday one week and then Thursday the following week. So that's like nine yeah. days. And then sometimes it's like we record Saturday the next week. So yeah. it's another eight days, yeah. nine days after we record. And then sometimes we'll record Saturday and then like Wednesday or, or like Monday and then... Saturday the next you know like mm-hmm. technically every you know calendar week if you pulled out your calendars folks uh oh we we can't have you circling days it's I'll okay tell you Tommy's that. not very good with calendars either because ah. we were supposed to record yesterday but yeah you know <laughs> you win some you lose some Steve Indeed. and you you lost that one um so <laughs> all that being said we Jim. do come out with weekly podcast Jim. We should work as a team, Tommy and I, on recording every sing every single week on the same day. Mm, that's um, see, that's them's got that's an idea, indeed. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you, Jim, for the idea. We'll be working on that. Because that's one. not a bad idea at all, actually. Because we could really we could really hone it in, <laughs> in that sense. Yep. Much love. Well, those are our so voice thank mails. you to our voicemail participants too, who were very knowing and willing participants <laughs> to the voicemail the other i i'm and not then, uh, sure if that was a mistake we owe somebody maybe yeah somebody <laughs> we owe money to so we're gonna take the next uh few moments to figure that one out uh and we'll let you know next week uh how successful we were on that <laughs> but in the meantime do you have final thoughts steve uh my final thoughts are you know it, it kind of sucked to watch another travel game getaway game thrown yeah. to the wind by tony Larusa. yeah um i love the lineup that miguel cairo put together today um more so because of the fact that Leary garcia was not in the lineup uh <laughs> for this field of dreams game um jerseys look great team offensively is looking great i know it's a uh, sunset looks great sunset looks pretty solid here too um i gotta say this would love to see better out of Lance Lynn right now, but it's a it's a big stage situation, out of your own element, not playing in a big league park. He's managing, so yeah. Um, and you gotta think that that team on the other side is carrying a big stick. It's so. true; they got a lot of good offensive bats that are now healthy. So, you know, I'm very hopeful for now. I'm very hopeful for the upcoming month into the playoffs. Like I keep saying, built for October. I think this team is built for October. I think we, along with the Astros, are the front runners in the AL, not Boston. 
<laughs> not Tampa, not even Tampa Bay. Um, even though Tampa Bay will be tricky too. I really think that this is our year to make something happen. I think that Craig Kimbrell is going to be Kimbrell. God damn it! Tomato, tomato. Really going to be important down the line. I know he's been a little shaky to start. Said a couple rougher outings. Yeah, him and Tempura. Yeah, Tempura. <laughs> Good, better and low leverage situations for sure. All of that being said, this is your team. Let's ride or die with them. Yep. And please get Leary out of the starting lineup every day for the love of God. <laughs> Tony, See, yeah, cut we, it out. We like to zoom out on this podcast and look at the bigger picture. We try to do that at least. So, um, And with that, my final thought is... In Han we trust? Michael Kopech's on the mound. I'm on a bus. Oh <laughs> Have a good God. one, everybody. <laughs>